Do not move it though. Lit. Yes, by the way, we're recording. Lit. Lit. Welcome back to Days and Disturbed, everybody. What's up? A show where we take a look at the horrors that this universe has to offer and also look at the things that make our heads go fuzzy. How would you describe our show? I don't know. We sit here and try to explain things that can't be fucking explained. Like Lucifer. Lucifer. I want to preface an old episode. If you didn't hear our last episode about the Denver airport, I looked into a furry community just to like see what they say about Blucifer. Oh, I bet it's and they mention Blucifer's like he's detail. very anatomically correct. Yeah, you can see every single wrinkle of his butthole. <laughs> he has the legendary forty eighth wrinkle of Twas his butthole. Was quite puckered. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're not going to talk about Blucifer. I just wanted to preface that old episode. Today, we're going to talk about something very sad, as we always do, but we'll try to make light of it, even though it's really hard to make light of it. We're going to talk about who I'm going to try. I think it's pronounced Jassi Sidhu. I also just want to preface it by saying anything we mispronounce, please feel free to educate us on. We speak English primarily. Indians and speak English too. I don't know how to say these things correctly in, in an accent, and I'm sorry. You know, Indian people speak speak English too. That's the ones who With try to an like, accent. Yeah, but they 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 tell they call themselves John all the time, <laughs> and Chris, and I'm like, all right, is your is your name John? I mean, I I still sound the same when I speak Spanish. No, you so, don't. Yeah, I'm like hola. I'm fucking. Oh, I butcher everything that's stop. not my native language, and I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we're going to talk about Jassi Sidhu and honor killing. It, this, it fucking sucks. Yeah, this we read this and we're like, we're both like, this is really fucking. You know, we should just get into it because this this really de- like deserves some th- good job finding this, by the way. I had no clue about shout this out, case. Shout out to my best friend who sent me this documentary was like, this is crazy. And I was like, really? And then I watched it and I was like, this is crazy. And then you told me about it. I'm like, ooh, wait, what? And I'm like, nah, this isn't a, oh, it totally is a fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, I swear to God. <laughs> Uh, give us a sec technical difficulties. Uh, just put it on your septum. We tried that before. I guess I could try it again. D- give us a sec. Uh, we're going to play uh, some music for you. How's that? It actually sounds <laughs> better. Uh, today today on the episode, we have, again, Miss Van Lay. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, remember her? Probably not, because you haven't listened to the other episodes. You should go check them out, by the way. They're decent. I like him. I like him. I love them, actually. What, what, what do you... Oh, okay, yeah, Madame Mox is here, too, uh, and she's just stroking her giant, fat, blucifer cock. And she's just climbing on the vine. Anyways, we gotta, we gotta get back to this. You look funny as hell. <laughs> she looks like... You look like you have, like, a hit. <laughs> okay. For those of you... Yeah, paint a <laughs> picture. Go ahead. Um, I had a hard time positioning my microphone and... In a way that would stay and you could hear me. So as a joke, I clipped it onto my nose ring. And it's actually working. And so it's working fine. This is a very happy accident. So this is this is me now. 
It's not a face. You kind of look like Hitler. Because <laughs> like the the puff the the puff mic thing is like right at the perfect angle for you to look like. Never I'm mind. I'm sure some of my distant relatives would be proud. <laughs> They'd be like, keep on with the with the, the pure race. <laughs> um. Well. How I don't know how to how to introduce this well. So I just get into it, I guess. Here, actually, since you're the one who found the episode, why don't you introduce it? Um, <laughs> the sigh of like, are oh. we just gonna talk about her specifically, or just like in general? Let's talk about her. Let's start from the let's start from the beginning. Uh, okay, so Jossie, Joss Winder, Joss Winder, we'll call her Jossie. Yeah, it's easier. Um, Car Sadu. Was killed in the year 2000 in India at 25 years old. And the hit was, oh, so yeah, that's, that's something too. So she wasn't murdered on normalish terms. We're going <sighs> to. There's some plot twists. Yeah, there are some plot twists. So let me give you a preview. Her family called a hit on her. And so. It was planned by the uncle and the mother and four other assassins to go intercept her husband and her in the in the in, in Punjab. And at that point, the the four assassins killed her and the husband is the only one to retell the story. And they tried to kill him, too. They beat the shit out of him and left, assuming he was dead, and he just miraculously survived. What a guy. What a... Has a, has a hard head, huh? But he's a good guy. He's a really... He's, he's We're rooting for him. We're rooting for him. Yeah. And we hope everything gets settled in the future. So that's our preview. We'll get into it. So do you want to read this? Do you want to get to this next part? Or just just go from the still from the beginning and just Sure. So... She was actually from an area near Vancouver called Maple Ridge. So she was living in Canada, but her family was from India. Her father struggled with mental illness. So her uncle, Sarjeet Singh Bashetta, again, sorry about mm, name. <laughs> He's not Italian. <laughs> um, so he ended up kind of taking the role of like head of household. Um, she grew in a home where she lived with very much of her extended family, um, where so it was a very like close knit environment, and they really all embraced the Eastern culture. Um, her uncle was said to be very controlling and not allow her to basically have any sort of social life, date, go out, just generally anything that like the boys in the family would be allowed to do. So there's a little bit of a double standard there. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if she was to go out, she would always be accompanied by another family member and she was studying to be a beautician i think with a lot of eastern religions too or like cultures too it's very common for that to happen like um one of my friends that one of my friends is getting married to uh a a woman who embraces like eastern culture and it's very like the women have to be accompanied by another person, like usually like a brother or like a sister or somebody else, even though they're not doing anything. Cause like, he's like one of those respectful guys. Like, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, touch you in the wrong way. They, 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 it's like one of those things they haven't even high fived. It's like, <laughs> hey, no, no, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. It's very like, to me, it seems weird, but also at the same time, like I get it. Like, Hey, like treat her with ultimate respect. Like, Hey, fun. That's fat. That's, that's fair. But the whole thing, like, yeah, they have, like, he's, he can't touch her. 
He's like, that's that's fine. That's fine with me. And it's does he get too close? And she's like, can't touch this. No, the sister and the brother would be like that. Or the father would be like that. Like, hey, like wait till marriage. So, yeah, no, he's getting married soon, too, to that. Not to that, but not, not, to, that. not to that. What I meant to say is like he's getting married soon to uh, his 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 wife. She's a, she's a really lovely lady. I've never met her, but I, I heard like good stories about her. But yeah, I just I, that's something I learned today, too. That's fascinating. Yeah, you're over here. Like, can't take you seriously. With that shit. <laughs> Might as well just stick it up your nose, man. <laughs> I mean, it's about the same size as an olive, and I've put an olive up there before. Why? Why not? No, yeah, why? I need I need a definite answer. <laughs> why not? It's a bullshit answer. I don't know. You know, you just like fuck around, like you make walrus fucking tusks out of chopsticks. You put olives in your nose. I don't know. You know how what big you... an olive is, right? Yeah. Like a store bought olive, or like a legit like a olive on a vine. Like olives in the can. Like you... who eats olives out of a can? I don't know. My grandma always. <laughs> little. All right. I don't know how to answer that, but yeah, no. Should we mark this? Part no, the- fuck it. We're gonna leave it in. <laughs> um, can I-, I hope you guys are very educated on the subject now. Because yeah, apparently you could fit an olive in your nose. And Jossie was a beautician. Mm-hmm. Let's just make that. Let's make that clear, dude. She did have a life going for her, and it was. It was gonna go somewhere. I don't know how to i don't know the right way to say she was she would have had a life but she was taken early that's that's something i'm trying to describe mind if i get the next part of course because i want to i want to talk about this guy he's to this day he's still like scarred for for life seeing what happened to to his wife um and his name is i will try sukwinder sings no (laughs) I won't paint the picture of what what uh, Van Lee just did, but it's cool. <laughs> so his name is who? Sukwinder Singh Sidhu. It's his last name, uh, and they call him Mithu. So they uh, in December 20, 1994, she was on a. They actually they met in nineteen ninety. Oh, yeah cool. they they met under on terms of nineteen ninety on a trip to Punjab, or it was in India, but they happened to pass by Punjab and they met each other and they actually started. Hitting it off to or with uh, one another, and they're like, "Hey, let's start talking." So they would talk over, uh, over like Skype or not Skype. Um, they would talk over on the phone, send each other letters, and they would try to like email each other and stuff like that. Yes, email ex- existed in the early, early two thousands. It was just really shitty. But what are you talking about? AOL was fucking tight. Like AIM. AIM sucked. You could be like, Did-a-ling. or what was what was the AIM? It was like. <laughs> or you got not that you got mail that was AOL wait AIM is AOL I don't even yeah but AIM was like the, the AOL instant message yeah but what was the freaking like, thing for Microsoft I had that one in growing up it would never mind I'm but just, it was fucking cool because you just like type the thing and you wouldn't have to like it would just like pop up on its own also like you can message just anybody you wanted you didn't even have to know them you can just type in a random name it's like oh hey you happen to find a random name uh, and you know what I'm getting off subject um, so, that never happens. What? Yeah, this show is very serious. Very, you found a, you found it. Was it you got mail? You found a lo-fi mix of it. <laughs> <laughs> this might get dated because lo-fi is a really popular now. But you can make a. What was that? 
Ah, there it is. There we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so they met in a trip on 1990. Yeah, let me, let me actually just, I'm gonna, mm, Mark. Nah, screw it. <laughs> leave it in, just leave it in. Um, yes, they met in 19, in 1990. They hit it off. She was already betrothed to somebody different, but she did not want to marry this, this guy. She was like, you know what? Uh, Mithu is actually the guy for me. And hey, she has the right to say whoever she wants to marry. She's like, that guy's a dick. This guy's really cool. He's also like old and gross and only picked because he had money. He was like f- 20 years older than her or 50 years older than her. It was somewhere in between there. We'll just say 30. We'll just make it make a compromise. Yeah, that's not educational at all. But by the way, we're not we're entertainers. We're not. It didn't sound like he was a silver fox. I'm just going to put it that way. Amen. A fucking man. And when they met, they were like, hey, we're hitting it off really well on our fourth year. Would you actually like to get married to me? So they got married in secret. And wait. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, they got married. Yeah, you got it. You got it right. So, yeah, in March 1999, they actually got they got married in secret. And when Jossie asked her family if she could uh, travel back to Punjab to look for her husband there, which they agreed, they agreed to this? Yeah, that's how, apparently, that's how she married him, is she was, like, they were, like, looking for different suitors, and she was like, I want to find someone from the village. So they take her there, and she snuck away and married Mithu on that trip. How romantic. How romantic. But Good old sleeping over at your best friend's house. Definitely not going out on a date. <laughs> How, what was that? Whatever. Fuck it. They're married. They were married. So, oh, also, yeah. She literally, like, I, they, they said that, like, she, like, lied and her friends, like, covered for her while they were on their, like, honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, it's literally, like, high school. <laughs> wow. Shit. Even I, in high school, it wasn't even that bad for me. Um, <laughs> oh, you, so we, we, by the way, we're help, we're having notes to help us dictate where we are because we get sidetracked so fucking often. So we're going to try to keep on track, but at the same time, it's a it's a freaking podcast. Who gives a shit? We're going to get off track anyways. You can fast forward if we're bullshitting too much. We are bullshitting too much. Yeah, that's what fast forward's for. I guess. But we want them to like listen to the whole thing. If you don't fast forward, <laughs> Van you've got a lot fucking... of patience. <laughs> Van Lay's going to cut your tes- testes off <laughs> or your titties off, specifically your nippies. Um, Live your life. So for those of the people who don't know what arranged marriage is, is basically your family picks who you're going to be betrothed to in the future. That way, it can either be for a financial gain or for a mostly for a financial gain or for. uh, I've heard some families from arranged marriages, they do it because they're like, my daughter's going to be like, like taken care of for the rest of her life. And she'll never have to worry about it. But then some people are like, we're very broke. And this guy is willing to pay, willing to pay a dowry to get to marry my 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 girl. And it could be like, oh, yeah, she is mm, 16. You're 15. You're 50. How much do you think she's worth? I'll give you two cows and two dollars. Yeah. And also another thing in a lot of cultures where arranged marriage is a thing like there's a very like distinct social hierarchy and it's frowned upon to be with someone who's in a different basically class than you so a lot of times it's also just to kind of keep that balance like someone who's kind of on your level 
if that's a fucking real thing, which I guess in some. So he's out of she. She's out of his league. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's something I don't understand too. Like, who gives a shit? As long as the person's like really good and and they're trying, like, hey, look, I will try to make a future for for us. Like, I, I feel like it's so much easier to burn someone if you're being like, oh, your husband. It's like I don't know. Like, imagine if like someone's like making fun of you. Like, your husband makes like. Ten thousand dollars less a year than you, and you'd be like, "Yeah, but like your husband's fucking ugly." <laughs> like, that's a, that's kind of a dig. But like, you could like marry someone. I don't know. I feel like it's like <laughs> worse to be with someone fucking ugly and gross looking than someone who's like. <laughs> but if they're kind of broke, well, watch. They're ugly. We're not calling anybody out. They're ugly. Everyone who's listening to it is a very very. There's person. someone out there for everybody. There, you couldn't have said it better than that. Honestly, you couldn't have said it better than that. There are no, there's no ugly people. I'm, just, I'm not gonna even go there. Really, there is no ugly people out there in the world. Like they, like like Van Lay said, there is something. Like you know, when someone's with like a total deadbeat, but he's like hot, and you're kind of like, okay, like he's hot. That's what I was trying to go for. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, there are re- like like really good looking people, but they could be dumb as a brick. There is a story I read. Well, it was a little good sidetracked. Fucking why not? Someone marry a brick? No. Someone married, someone was dating somebody and they were, this person would always be like super smashed around them. And then when the girlfriend came up to him and was like, Hey, why do you, why is it every time that we hang out together, you get super smashed? And he's like, wait, so wait could have sex d- with her? No, no, no. He's, he's like, <laughs> the reason I get drunk, he's, he didn't realize until he, she brought it up. He's like, the reason I do that is because I can't stand you. They ended up breaking up three days later. Good for the guy for figuring it out. So... Even though she, he said like she was amazing looking, she was like the most angelic woman you can think of, but she was so dull. Like all you could talk about was clothes. And I mean, like like I said, there's somebody out there for everybody. If you like clothes, good for you. Well, let's get back to it. Um, I mean, I guess that's that's better than like, I don't know, like <laughs> her family like killing him. Yeah, no one. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, hey, and that's that's what's gonna happen later in this story too. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Spoiler. Whoops, sorry guys. We had a system. We fucking threw it out the window. Um. So she, yeah, she was supposed to be arranged to this one fifty thirty year old, uh, way above her her age her age range, and she was like, "Nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seek whoever I want to go marry." She did it, and. He he stayed he stayed back in the village of Punjab while she went back to Canada after their honeymoon and then after that the family actually I have to do I was trying to do some more research on this but they kept her locked in a room after they found out it was the a village wood. the village was a hot gossip spot fuckers so basically their secret marriage did not end up saying all that secret. So, like, somebody told somebody who told somebody who told somebody else who finally told the family, and how did they were word, not happy about it. How did word get from Punjab to magically getting all the way to Canada? They had phones. I know that, but who are they gonna? Who are they gonna? Oh, like maybe one of the friends. They they had like a lot of connections to the village. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, I was like. Dude, who's gonna who's gonna spoil it for for them? What I'm thinking about, like, who spoiled it? Who spoiled the the the, the their honeymoon to like their family? Yeah, snitches get fucking stitches. Well, not this snitch. This the, snitch snitch should get some stitches. 
so when she got back, the family found out about this and they locked her in a room and abused her for mm, like a few weeks. Oh no, a few days actually. Now that I'm, th- I did, I did read something about that. Like she got, she did get abused for a few days, and then when the police came to like look for her, like where is she? The uncle lied, and she was like, "No, this is a fraudulent. Uh, uh, it was a forced and fraudulent marriage." Um, yeah, they were just not happy about it. They, he was seen as below her socially, and the family would have never approved of her marrying someone who didn't meet their standards. And they also painted him as someone that was using her for her money because she did come from a wealthy family, and he was not wealthy. Um, so they were being very manipulative of her. And on, on top of that too, like he got a lot of flack for marrying her from the village and he actually got his family and friends, uh, harassed and beaten a lot too. And that's, that's kind of pushing it, man. It's like the Wayne family from Batman beating up, I don't know, (laughs) broke family. Sorry. Lucifer? (laughs) Is that you? (laughs) Are you here? Um, I just don't understand superhero lore, so my body physically rejected it. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, uh, let let me get this part too. So, when their marriage was was announced as fraudulent, she want she needed she wanted to go back to India to prove like no, this is the man I want. I married for a reason. Like he's not using me, but I want to go show the village I married this man. So in the early two thousands, they went back to the village. Or she went back to the village to prove their marriage wasn't a sham. And in the area of Sangu, Sangru. Sangria. Just kidding. <laughs> I wish. Sangru. Sangru Might make it easier to say. <laughs> Sangru. Punjab. They were in Punjab. She went back to Punjab. Uh, they were attacked by hitmen. So the couple were riding in a scooter and saw a car approaching. And four people got out of their, their car and approached them with sticks and swords. And uh, Jossie was actually beaten on the spot. Like, they were both knocked off the scooter, and they were beaten there. Um, it, her husband was beaten nearly to death at, at that moment. And the last words he could remember were from her, because they were both getting beaten beaten, uh, beaten up. Uh, don't hurt my Mithu. Don't hit him. That's all he could remember her saying. And then he was knocked out cold, and he didn't wake up for uh, a few... A few weeks, actually. He was put in the hospital. But at that point, she was kidnapped. And they found her body completely covered in uh, hemorrhages on the head, on her on her chest, on her back. And then her throat was eventually, like, cut open. And they, were, they say the cause of death was the, the hemorrhaging. But it could have also been from the blood loss from the, from the, the gash in the throat. Yeah, the court document official cause of death is shock and hemorrhage as a result of injury to the vital organs. Yeah, and that's... Not fun. That's just haunting. Like, imagine you have a significant other and, like, all you can remember of, of them is, the, like, their final words. And their final words were, like, just trying to protect you. Yeah. Isn't that... It's kind of dark. Yeah, it's fucked up. I don't know, that's just... Even if even if I saw that shit happen to a fucking stranger, I'd be haunted. Yeah, I it, it's been ten. Uh, I read an article that it was been nineteen years after the incident, and he says he I think he he runs seminars on like this is f- like we have to kind of get rid of older traditions because this is this isn't right. Like who who dares dictates who wants who marries who, and he said like after nineteen years 
it still haunts him in his dreams. Like he, he is, he's now living a, a better, a better life. Like after, after the whole incident, because and the end of it, I will, right, we'll get there when we get there. But yeah, he's he, after 19 years, he says the, that's all he can think about is just those, those words. Don't hurt my me Don't hurt him. And, uh, after that, after the, the, the fan, the, what was it called? What was, what was her original name? Kuar. Kuar? Kuar. Her original name is, uh, her maiden name's Kuar, but the Kuar family was, was devastated when they found out that Mithu actually lived and they, they found someone to lie about raping them. Like they, they found a woman like, Hey, we'll pay you a, sh- uh, a hefty fine or a hefty amount of money to please go tell the cops that, uh, that, that, uh, Mithu raped, raped you. And the cops bought it and they put him in jail for four years and then it was only until the woman felt guilty about it that she admitted the truth to the to the police. Like, hey, no one ever touched me. This family is the one who who um, who paid me to do, to to do this. And that's just really I don't know. That's just that's just kind of they would go to this far length to like cover their ass. And I, yeah, I get that they're wealthy, but the cops eventually like that's what led to led the trail to them. Like, hey. Something doesn't seem right. And I was reading another article that sh- that was saying that Jossie actually came to Canadian police and was saying uh, was getting was given was getting letters from from the family threatening her saying, like, don't marry this guy or or like, we'll 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 find him and kill him. Don't don't do don't have a contact with him anymore or we're going to hurt him. And she reported to the police, but like the Canadian police couldn't do much about it. They were like, "We're we can't we can't because like, they don't have jurisdiction in another country." Yeah, exactly. So they try. They're like, "We can only do so much, but we can't protect him because he's yeah, like you said, there's there's another jurisdiction." But yeah, that's oh man. And like between that period where he was like charged with rape, and I'm sure after he's like still faced him, his family and friends faced different forms of like harassment and death threats. Wow. Really? Even then, like they couldn't just let, Ooh, that family pisses me off. I mean, it was, and I'm sure too, like it probably gets to be a point of, because again, all the hot gossip in the village, like I'm sure just like society, he's kind of must start to get this reputation in society. Like people probably pick sides of the story too. Yeah. It could extend beyond just like that one family, you know, especially because Jossie's family was pretty highly regarded socially. So they did have like they had a lot of influence. There is something with the with not not just Indian culture, but like a lot of like Eastern. And that happens here, too. It happens in Latin cultures. It happens in American culture. It happens in African Eastern. You can name it. There's a lot of deeply rooted like social class like. If if you have more money, then you're obviously seen and respected much more. Like in, um, I think if I remember correctly, in Colombian culture, they would call you're not a doctor, but if you're like already high up on the totem pole, they would call you doctor. They'd be like doctor whatever or like Don whatever or what or they would they would treat you with more praise versus like if you're like a lowly street like quotation marks street rat. 
they'd be like, oh, you're, f-. they would be, tell you to your face, oh, you're filth, get out of here, like, like, go away, we don't serve filth here. Yeah. It's like, whoa. That still happens in our country, too. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just Eastern cultures. It's everywhere. So still. I think in all of our cultures, we could be a little bit less of an asshole. So we were just talking about honor, our social class, how people would actually respect you more if they knew how much money you had. And you were seen more of a. if you were like, oh, yeah, I'm a baller. People actually respect you more versus like. Well, I mean, it happens in America, too, but like. Over here, I think it, people are like, oh, yeah, I look at all this money I have, but you're looked at as like a douchebag. And, and I, people, I know that in like some cultures, like it's kind of like the idea that you're born into it. So even if you somehow do work your way up and become successful, I know that in some cultures, like you're still kind of viewed as where you started out at. Like the Great Gatsby. Like he was always seen as new money. I don't fucking know what that movie was about. First of all, it's not a movie. It's a book from like the 1920s. I didn't read the book. I only watched the movies. Get out. That's not my... Vi- I like science fiction, okay? It was a good book. I, I'm not saying it was bad. I just didn't read it because I am interested like Amer- in science fiction. You don't like like uh, cri- like like criteria, the, the American criteria book? I hated The Grapes of Wrath. John Steinbeck. I know you're dead. Well, there was like that other like 20s book about like... I don't remember which one you read. We read... But it was like of mice and men. No, it was like one of the other like same eras, like F. Scott Fitzgerald or whatever. And the whole book was like a metaphor for us. Dick couldn't get hard. Like it was terrible. <laughs> it was just him bitching about women and being drunk. Wait, wait. It was very what? whiny. Yeah. Oh, the Catcher in the Rye. No. Oh, that was a book where like the, the main character just bitched and moaned the entire book, and then like yeah, this is like him as a forty year old man. Oh, so it's like Catching the Rye Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get my dick up. Everyone sucks, but I'm the greatest. <laughs> None of this is relevant. <laughs> guys, if you like the if you like Great Gatsby or a book about guys getting hard, please message us at Days and Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you are gonna talk the about 20s. honor killing. <laughs> hey, we're on the roaring twenties now. Happy 2020. This episode just got dated. <laughs> Uh, you were going to talk about honor killing. Yeah. So explain to me, what is honor killing? So honor is deeply rooted in some cultures. And if a woman in the family does something seen as traditionally inappropriate, it's seen as dishonor to the family. So it's important to note that this has to do with culture and social standards, not religion. And it often occurs in patriarchal societies. This can be taken to extremes when a family's honor becomes viewed as more important than life itself. This Mm. is what's called an honor killing. It's basically making a sacrifice. Um, So Jossie is an example of an honor killing. She dishonored her family by marrying Mithu, who was seen as below her. They didn't approve of the marriage, so to... I did, they to I guess like eye for an eye she dishonored them they kill her I I don't get it it's a very foreign concept to me and I'm trying to be culturally open-minded but it basically stems from the belief that women and their bodies are objects under the control of their families and their purity is the family's responsibility um so many believe these killings to be justified it's not much of a sacrifice if like oh I'm gonna kill my daughter for that I mean They, 
I don't know if in the in on what I've what I've been reading from like interviews from like the mother and the uncle who did uh and and like conduct this whole orchestra of murder and mayhem to put it like as lightly as possible. <laughs> I guess as that's as light as I can do. Um they in their mind believe they did what they did was right and it's like talking to a murderer like they honestly think like what they're doing is not wrong whatsoever and that's the fucked up part like and they there's a whole societal understanding and stereotypes that kind of allow them to reinforce and validate this type of behavior which is even more terrifying because they're there's that way of justifying it it's not just like they're one person that was like a delusional a delusional murderer it's like they have people to basically back them up and be like yeah that's fine and it's because of that view people are taught and understand that from a young age in Mm. that in those cultures it's just like a part of life actually i wanted to touch on that for a second i looked up i i I looked up something that kind of kind of orchestrated like how like to give you guys like the 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 wide view like i looked up what murder is considered in Canada where Jossie lived and then where what murder what murder is considered in India because I this is if this this happened in India so I didn't look into like you know Chinese Japanese I didn't look into any other Eastern culture besides the Indian uh penal uh the penal code so also the legalities of this case and the prosecution in that whole part is, is a fucking jungle of I'm gonna let Dan take over those ones because the legality whew. I don't want to fuck explaining that up. Basically, I, I, yeah, like I said, I want to I want to paint a picture. I, I, let me just read you guys like the like the Canadian laws on murder, and this can be considered to uh, for this this whole case can be considered first degree homicide, uh, since it it does state in the Criminal Code RSC nineteen eighty five C section forty six subsection two thirty one. Yes, I had to look up the entire thing, like the specific on this. On the third list of what is considered homicide, this is the Canadian one. Again, let me just remind you, uh, they do have something called contracted murder, which is without limiting the gen- uh, the generality of subsection two, murder is planned and deliberate and deliberate when it is committed. Oh God, my laptop's far away. When it is committed. Pursuant to an arrangement under the which money or anything of value passes or is intended to pass from one person to another or is promised by one person to another as consideration for the other's causing or assisting in causing the death of any anyone or counseling another person to do any act causing or assisting in causing of the death. That's a lot of causing and there's no commas. I don't know why they they don't put commas or any kind of punctuation. It was just. A straight run on sentence so i i'm just reading it as it is and i'm like uh, it does it didn't it didn't flow i get it i know i know basically they're saying like contract killing you can fact check him he gave you every he gave you the exact location of this law it's it was hard for me for me to read i'm like where do i stop and like where do i like take a pause i was just like but anyways so in canada they say like yeah contract killing is te- is considered first degree murder because you were planning the death of somebody at that point uh, not only this, but there is also a second count against them that I can that I can find on both the mother and uncle in number five on the list of uh of what's considered murder. It's uh or what's considered like first degree. 
it's hijacking, sexual assault, or kidnapping. Fun. We already got them on two court, two counts in Canada. And conspiracy to commit murder because of all the planning that went into it. Exactly. But that already still goes into, like, Section 3 if they had the, the case in Canada, which they're not having the case in Canada. They're having the case in India. But I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. Um, in Section 5 of the same section on murder, um, it talks about kidnapping. So, irrespective. <clears throat> shit i need i need better glasses irrespective of whether a murder is planned or deliberate on the part of any person murder is first degree murder in respect of a person when the death is caused by that person when whew, while committing or attempting to commit an offense under one of the following sections and this is it sections 279 it's kidnapping and forcible confinement yes again they didn't have any run sentences so i did not know where to put the punctuations like uh, 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 uh. Um, so I'm going to also talk about now, this is what they say about India. This is what the Indian, uh, Indian code said. And I don't, I don't know if this is a reputable source to like find like the, the entire law of Indian, of Indian court cases or Indian cases, but it does say, wait, what are you, what are you doing? Just go on. Oh my God. I forgot to, I, I should have zoomed in guys. I am dumb as fuck. Uh, give me one second. Uh, my notes are, have disappeared for a second. Technical difficulties. Hey, uh, editor, can you put some music in for now? I don't know how to work your computer. Oh, okay. I got it. Don't worry. I'll just, I'll just like, fine. just smash my face in the computer. That should be easier. Thank you. It actually, <laughs> it actually did help. Um, so now here's what the Indian law says about murder. In section 300, uh, uh, it defines murder as culpable homicide leading to murder when one, if the act by which the death is caused in is done with the intention of causing death. Okay, well, that's fair. Two, if it is done with the intention of causing such bodily injuries as the offender knows to be likely to cause the death of the person whom the harm is caused. Did you understand what I just said? I'm not a lawyer. Well, did you understand? Let me read it again because I was over here like, what? If it is done with the intentions of causing such bodily injury as the offender knows to be likely to cause the death of the person whom the harm is caused. Yeah. Yeah, But imagine reading that out and I'm like, where does the punctuation go? Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading it just as it, how, how it's, how it has been written. So bear with me. Three, if it is done with the intention of causing bodily injuries to any person and the bodily injury intended to be inflicted or is sufficient enough in the ordinary course of nature to be caused death. Okay. And four, if the person committing the act knows that, that it is, um, <clears throat> that it is so, uh, imminently dangerous that it must, and is on all probability causes death of such bodily injuries as is likely to cause death and commits such acts without any excuse for incurring the risk of causing death or such injury as foresaid. Basically, this family has carried out the, the carried out the killing and there is nothing that states in the section that you couldn't get someone else to kill someone for you besides I found I had to look really deep into this and so I looked into su- section 308 and it does say something kind of that can kind of get them un- under 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 the first degree murder and it says this and it's not it's more of a slap on the wrist than anything it says uh, attempt to commit culpable homicide. Whoever does any such intention or knowledge and un- okay, wow. Let me do this again. 
Whoever does any such intentions or knowledge and under such circumstances that if he by the act causes death, he would be guilty of culpable homicide, not amount to murder, and shall be punished with imprisonment for either description of for a to, uh, for a term, which may extend to three years, or a fine, or both. And if hurt is caused to any person by such act, shall be punished with imprisonment of either dis- description of for a term that may extend to seven years, or with fine, or with both. It's like, if you knew that you were going to do something like that, you're not going to be in that much trouble. Versus in Canada, it's like, no, you hired and you orchestrated a giant uh, a giant hit on somebody so there's a few things that I'm, i've seen wrong about like this no it's not wrong i'm not a lawyer and i'm just an entertainer this is what i've just read if any of you didn't re- understand what i read i gave you the sections and i'll give it to you again it was hard for me for to follow but yeah there's nothing that says like oh someone else can commit the murder for you I mean, if you have knowledge of, even if you have knowledge about it, it's like, oh, let me see your wrist. Let me see your wrist. Bad. No, bad. Go and to, for go those to of you who did understand, don't go fucking thinking you can go commit the crimes you want to commit here in India and get away with it. That's fucked up. And I advise against that. Don't do it. Yeah, it's not worth it, man. You're going to go to jail for five years and get a slap on the wrist and a, and a little tiny fine. That's what I'm like. Don't hurt people. People are or nice. animals. Oh yeah, you were. That was you last last time. I'm like, who said like don't hurt animals? The last the, the last episode, it was you. Yeah, don't now. do it. Yeah, animals are nice. They're real nice. Good for you. <laughs> you're like you're like power the animals, <laughs> pause the animals. So the only reason I was talking about the legality on that is there's nothing that says you can't do anything to anybody else. Uh, like you can't carry out a hit in India because even again, if you I said this like three times at this point. Even if third you did, charm. yeah, third time's a charm. Even if you don't, even if you do know about it, it's not much of a punishment versus like in like here in the western in the western area. That's that's all I was gonna say about the legalities. Can I chime in on more of the legalities? Yeah, of, of course, this? of course. So, um, not specific to India or Canada in general, um, but I'm gonna go back just to some other facts about honor killings and statistics. That was a hard word for me to say, and I don't know why. Have you seen uh, Fun with Dick and Jane? <laughs> no, but... Never mind. I gotta get hooked on phonics. Sorry, guys. But as far as, like, legalities go, um, many countries don't have or enforce laws dealing with honor killings, and the trials often end up in more victim-blaming, kind of centering around the alleged behavior that brought on the attack rather than the attack itself. And oftentimes these crimes are ruled as accidents or suicides, even when evidence shows otherwise, because it's just kind of people don't care enough to really go through with prosecuting or changing these things from happening. Um, And it's likely that about 5,000 honor killings take place each year. Um, They're usually relating to so-called sexually immoral behavior. So victims may have actual or alleged sexual relations outside of marriage, marrying someone the family doesn't approve of, refusal to go through with an arranged marriage, attempting divorce or separation, being a victim of an assault or rape, or even just dressing inappropriately. Like the list goes on again, because there's no um, laws about it. It's not a legal matter. It's just how people choose to interpret something and then justify what they've interpreted. Mm-hmm. Um, like it can happen for any number of reasons that um, none of them are valid to take a life. 
Um, it seems more common in Middle Eastern and Asian countries, but it can happen anywhere, literally from Brazil to Sweden to Uganda, the United States, the United Kingdom. Like these things happen across the globe. And the crimes are primarily against w- women, but others can be victimized, such as those close to them, the so-called dishonorable person, or even those in the LGBTQ community. I mean, with this case we saw with Mithu, he, his family and his friends experienced victimization because of the crime. So mm-hmm. it's not just something that happens like every now and then. Like it's, it's a much bigger issue than I realized before I looked into this case. And I'm really surprised and sad that there's not more awareness of it especially because i'm very into true crime i was kind of shocked i didn't realize this was something that was going on i actually have a statistic on like i had i I looked at i looked at a few articles and this is what i can compile together and i think this is from um unodc.org and this is actually about honor killing so it says a total of eighty-seven thousand women were intentionally killed in 2017 and more than half of them 58 percent were uh Killed by an in, uh, intimate partner or family member. This is uh, again. This is on honor killing. Um, so that means 137 women across the world are killed by a, fa- a member of their own family every day. That's crazy. More than a third are 30,000 women, or of the of the women intentionally killed were in uh, were actually from India. I'm sorry, not India, Asia. Sorry, not the not the country of India. That would be a fucking massacre. Um, yeah. Somebody had to somebody revised the, the the article and they said where was I? The largest number, 20,000 20, of all women killed worldwide by intimate partners or family members in 2017 were in India, uh, followed by 19,000 in Africa and America it's 8,000, Europe 3,000, Oceania 300. So, yeah. Um it's a thing. It's a thing. So Asia does have the most honor killing out there. And we're not saying anything about Asia either. Like this is just like a statistic that somebody that somebody did compile together. But yeah, no, you you have you got a point on that. It's it's I'm trying to say it as like nice as possible without being like an asshole saying it. That's what we do. I guess. Basically, yeah, it's I'll just leave it. I'll just leave it there that it's the most the most people who the most women who are ki- who are killed are seen as like property of the, of their own. Like. People who do. Uh, this is why people laugh at men's right activists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> this is why to, I laugh at men's right activists. <laughs> I can I can see where like the jokes come from. Like, yeah, but women are like treated like shit all the time. And I'm not saying like, oh, yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a, like a. Uh, f- what is it? What are the people called? Like, fem? Like they're like a uh, LGBT people. Were like, oh, they support the. They're a brethren or uh, what are they? What are they? What's it fucking called? I don't know. I don't believe in labels. No, no, it's not labels. It's a fucking. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Like, uh, um, I don't know. It's hard to remember things that are bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a hot take. Uh, Jesus, gonna a partner or like, they support the cause like. Feminism, great. I'm not a feminist only because I'm like, eh, like the feminazis kind of turned me off to like the whole like that. But I do believe in equality. Like everyone should be equal. Females don't have equality. And I, I do see that. And I, I feel genuinely bad of seeing like the statistic here, like 20,000 women die intentionally by family members. 
that says a lot about what's going on. And I mean, it's not even just in Asia, too. Like, 8,000 women die in America for an honor killing, too. Like, they didn't want them to date this one person, or they didn't want to do this, or whatever happened. That's still a high, high number. Ally, thank you. Madam Moxie helped me out. Like, uh, I'm not a feminist ally, or I'm not, I, I, I'm just not an ally to anybody, just because it's like, I, again, like, just Van, like Van Lee say, I, I don't want to put labels on anything, because then people will be like, <gasps> You said something different than what you believe Actions in. Actions speak louder than words and titles. So yeah, I, if you fucking care about people, then like treat them like people. I try to be nice with everybody. That's that's pretty that's much it. Like, like all it takes. If you if can you're call like, yourself whatever you want, but if you don't act that way, it doesn't matter what the fuck you call yourself. There we go. That's what that's the word I was looking for. Ally. Thank you, Madam Moxie. Um. Yeah. So that was just a statistic I wanted to bring up to, uh, on that on your uh, piggybacking off of your point. Awesome. Um. Where were we? <laughs> Um, well, podcasting's hard. <laughs> um, we kind of didn't exactly follow the notes too. We've did a lot of hot potato, which is totally chill. That's the whole um, point. You don't have to tell anybody you're ruining the magic of this thing. I'm sorry. Everything we're talking about out of our stress. This is why <laughs> we're trying to make it sound um, entertaining. So are we entertaining? Kind of like how Danny had talked about earlier that, um, with Jossie prior to her kidnapping and murder she had went to authorities to seek help for her and her husband because she felt their safety was at risk um it seemed like she was given some support by the police but again because of the differences in jurisdiction in different countries they were limited and unsure on what they could do um upon investigation after the murder police say that death threats were allegedly made to jassy and her husband and that phone calls were found to be made to some of the perpetrators of the crime from the uncle's home um, at the close to the time of the attack. And Mithu's lawyer claims that Jossie's mother forced Jossie to sign a letter saying she was kidnapped and forced into marrying Mithu, and this was sent to Indian police. So the letter would have been written in Punjab, which is a language that Jossie didn't really speak fluently, so she could have very likely signed something that her mom told her said something completely different um, than what it did. So she may have just been misunderstood or been lied to about what the document contained when she signed it. And a court document in India states that she found about this and contacted Indian police saying they married by choice, but against her family's liking. And then from this point, legally, it gets very messy, very complicated. And there's some back and forth as to who was involved in what was going to happen. Um, but eventually, um, the hitmen in India were convicted. And then in 2012, Jassy's mother, Malkit Karsidhu, and her yeah. uncle, Sarjeet Singh Badesha, were arrested in Canada for conspiracy to commit murder. And in January 2019, they were extradited and sent to India for the court hearing. We're still waiting on prosecution, um, but I'm going to have Danny take it from here. There, yeah, there was one thing I just wanted to say uh, real quick. Um, in 2017, let me see if I can find that part. Yeah, it was in a unanimous decision in 2017 that the Supreme Court of Canada set aside a BC Court of Appeal ruling that stopped the processing over concerns that the mother and uncle would actually be poor, treated poorly in, uh, or tortured in India. That was from an article I read in the, the globalnews.ca. So basically, like, Canada try, was trying to stop them from, like, going back to, to being extradited there because they're like, oh, but they're so old, they're going to be mistreated fucking good i mean also to their um from what i understood there is because they do have a higher social standing in their in, in India. indian country or whatever where they're from um 
there is a chance that they may be able to kind of get off the hook by some sort of like bribery um, to authorities. Um, I don't know the details of that, but like a few instances of and examples of that kind of came up in my research. So that's another thing that there's a chance that it might not have been a fair trial. They may have been able to kind of buy their way, buy out. Their way out of it. That's something that's sad. Like, okay, they wouldn't be treated great in in the Canadian uh, the Canadian court system. I don't know. Canadians are pretty fucking nice. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they probably get like a hot meal three da- three times a day. You get maple syrup on everything. That's disgusting. <laughs> maple syrup on sushi sounds horrible. I don't eat. I try it. Jail sushi. I try it. If it was vegetarian, I'm. I am lost for words. That sounds disgusting. Maple syrup with like seaweed. You know what? If I was it's high probably enough, not going to be good, but I'd try it. Yeah, if I was high enough, yeah, I'd probably eat it too. I've seen people eat like toast with whipped cream, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" They're like, oh, man, it's, just, it's whole grain. I'm like, that, "That's not what I asked." That's I asked, <laughs> "Why are you putting whole grain toast and whipped cream together and then eating it?" Whatever. But you like it's not even weird. Do you eat that? No, but it's not weird. Yeah, it is. I, I get like French toast and stuff. French toast, dude. It's just raw French toast. Without the sweet stuff on it. Whipped cream is sweet. I'm, all right. <laughs> Never mind. What I was just trying to say is like, yeah, they'd probably <laughs> get a, that um, the mother and uncle would actually probably just get a slap on the wrist and then, you know, be sent on their way. So I, I'm not, I'm not. A hundred percent sure why they wanted to stop it, but they said one thing is they actually might, if they didn't pay the the right people off, and they're like, "Hey, you're going to be in jail for a long time," because yeah, they they did commit first degree murder, and they actually might be tortured. That's something else too that I I I thought about. They still torture people, like I mean, yes, they torture people because we had Guantanamo Bay, and that was terrible for what what I mean. What Guantanamo Bay had the had the nine eleven terrorists in it. Mm-hmm. And they were like horribly tortured, and so do people get. There was a guy in who just got back from Korea, who was tortured there too. Yeah, Madame Moxie is giving me like the like the, yes, this this did happen. Yeah, all around the world. Like if they're gonna get tortured for something that that like her- horrendous that they they committed for this, I kind of want to say good. Let him get tortured, man. That's. It might be a hot take from me, but <laughs> fucking they deserve it, man. They killed their own daughter for what? Like, oh, this guy wasn't the, the, the best guy for you. Let's kill you because because you 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 dishonored my family. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm not. It's fucked. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's get back to it. I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to take too much time on, on that because I'm. I don't know when you when you showed me this case, it kind of did irk me. I'm like. And they, 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 I kind of had a hard time coming up with jokes. Like, I'm I'm sorry this episode's not as funny as some of the others, but... They never they never are that funny. <laughs> I, I couldn't find humor in it. Yeah. <laughs> as easily as other fucked up <laughs> shit I've looked into and been able to make a fucking giggle to myself shit. about. It's... I'm trying my best to like, oh, I'm, I want to crack a joke and I'm, but I also want to be serious. And that's why I'm like kind of torn, like why I'm so scatterbrains. Like I want to say, like, I want to tell the, like the serious stuff too, but I also want to make light heart about it, but there's nothing to make light heart about it. These people are terrible. I, okay. I can't say they're terrible either. That's the one big caveat to this. 
It's just something that shouldn't be happening. It's something that shouldn't be happening, but at the same time, oh yeah, yeah, that was something I really wanted to ask. Like as as I I, I wrote some discussion questions down, and one of my discussion questions is to let when I like to get to it. Uh, where do we draw the line of cultural acceptance and and with tolerance? Like, where does where do we draw the line? Like, yeah, this is fucked up and this is okay. Like, I get like, okay, um, you pray before a meal, that's fine, whatever that you do you. But then when you're doing the whole like, we're gonna kill you because you're not you don't believe in the thing that we believe in. It's like, hmm. Or cultural tolerance is like beating a dog to death to making it taste better. I mean, I feel the same way about cultural tolerance as I do just with, like, almost kind of like when you have to vote on, like, like a lot of, like, big issues in, like, legislature that passes, like, issues that people are divided on. Mm-hmm. And I think if it's something that is going to infringe on another person's rights, then I'm, I don't think that that's acceptable. If it's something that someone doesn't consent to. And I think it's, the line should kind of always be drawn at death. <laughs> Like there's, there's nothing more extreme that can happen. Do you believe that it's okay to kill? When, do, where, where do you draw the line of death? Like where, like if, if I know death is a messy subject and I know you just kind of explained it yourself, but like, do you believe there is a, like a right time to kill somebody or it's like, it's never okay to kill anybody or anything. I just, I don't think it should happen. I mean, if it's an accident or if it's out of self-defense, like I, I understand that. And I feel like those are different situations because it's not the intent to kill. Mm-hmm. But if there's, you kill someone intentionally, like that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like they're just, that's why that's illegal in most countries, you know, like that's why there's so many laws and legalities dealing with that. Like, it's just, I don't know. I feel like you just, don't need to kill people. I've gone my whole life without killing anyone so far. Knock on wood, but you've never even like accidentally killed that step in a snail. I have, and I felt really bad about it. I've cried. It was cried an accident. Too. Yeah, me which too. again, you can't help accidents or like I said, self defense. Which a lot of times, if you kill someone in self defense, it may not. It's often accidental as well. Just trying to fucking get them off of you, but. I just, I think that, like, we could definitely go on without this happening. Like, this could stop happening, and the world would keep turning, and their culture could still hold the same values. Like, if it really gets to the point, like, okay, then, like, cut them off from your family. Like, they can be ostracized or exiled, but it's, like, you you shouldn't kill somebody. Especially when there's the whole double standard involved that if, um, in these cultures, like if a man did any of those things, no one would bat an eyelash. But if a woman did it, it would be a completely different story. Yeah. Like they would be like, oh, they'd face much more charges. They'd face like harsher punishment. Yeah. Well, like in situations where it's like if a woman's raped, like they're going to kill her out of an honor killing, but the guy that raped her gets away. Like nobody gives a shit. Mm -hmm. And we're not talking about just India. Like this happens in, Lots of parts of Asia, Africa, yeah. here in America, too. There's been cases in, like, places like Sweden, America, the UK. Like Brazil. It, it happens everywhere. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to ask you that this, this too. Uh, you, I, I already talked about, I gave you my, like, hot take on, like, like the old, like, the mother and uncle. But at such an old age, do you think they should, they should still, like, if, if they were extradited, like, they were like, oh, yeah, they're going to be torturing everything. What do you think about that? Like, do you, do you think that's, like, it's well-deserved or... Do you think like the prison system, like, like, do you think what they're getting, what they would have gotten to them would have been deserved? Or do you think it's like, no, 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 that's wrong to torture anybody? I mean, I really don't 
have a very set opinion on torture. Um, I might just be sadistic, to be honest with you. Well, here's the thing is, like, I'm against the death penalty, so I feel like it would be kind of fucked up for me to be against the death penalty but be fine with torture. But Mm -hmm. for me, the most important that I see it is when someone is convicted, like, um, they just need to be kept away from society. Like they need to be contained. And that's, that's what matters to me because it's about the risk. I worry more about the risk of reoffense rather than them getting justice or karma or fucking whatever. I think that everything comes back to you and they're obviously not going to be fucking partying in their cell. And if they are like, fuck them, whatever, like I'm living my best life too, but like not in a cell, but I, yeah, I just, as long as they're away from society and they can't, do it again. That's what is important to me. I And that's just my opinion. And that's my opinion. <laughs> um I just might be a vindictive asshole, but it's like as long as justice- I would want to beat the shit out of someone if I found out they did something like that. Yeah. But that's again, where I, mm-hmm. I don't want to come off as hypocritical by being like, torture's fine, but not the death penalty. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say too. Like I might just be a vindictive person, but as long as justice is served and as as long as they're being put away, but it's like, I hope they, it's, it's, if a man rapes a child, I hope they rot in, I hope they rot in prison. And I hope, and I know like prisoners don't take kind to that either. Like you raped a kid, we're going to rape you and probably kick, like cave your head in just because of your crime. But you committed arson and then your wife got burned alive. Yeah. But he raped a child. It's like, What? So, I mean, as long as justice is served and like, I don't say everybody who went to, who went to prison deserves it. Like, I know there's very unfair trials and it happens here too, but if justice gets served in this, cause again, the, the ruling is still out and out and out in the wild for what's going on here. They haven't figured out what they wanted to do with these people, but they are in jail. Um, I do feel like, I hope they do rot. Yeah. And it might be... I don't want them to, like, ever be fucking free out. again. Yeah. And it's... And I'm not having, like, the... like the. I know... I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, make an argument like, oh, the eat the rich. Like, the eat the rich mentality. It's like, I'm not trying to say that at all. Like, I get what's going on. Like, I get they can pay off everybody. But I hope that, like, they can get caught for that. It's like, oh, you're trying to bribe an, an official? Like, that's... That puts you in jail more because you're now seen as spineless. Like, yeah, I don't want to serve time for the, the fucked up thing that I did. It's like, yeah, no, no, that's spineless of you. Like, you get what you deserve. I don't know. It's it's something I won't get into because I'm also getting kind of mad about, like, talking about this, too. Yeah, it just basically comes back to just the amount of corruption that can happen. Mm-hmm. Which, again, these crimes, like, honor killings, like, there is a lot of corruption involved because a lot of times they're not prosecuted, even when they very much could and should be, so... That's corruption in itself. And then in this case, with the family being able to kind of flaunt their wealth and try to get out certain advantages that people without that wouldn't be able to and cheat the law, like that shows another level of corruption. So I don't know. It'd be like cool if things are like less corrupt. It would be, but that, then the world wouldn't go around. Honestly, I think the whole everything's corrupt. Yeah. And like, it, just like a little bit less. <laughs> if wishful thinking wishful yeah. thinking uh, did you ever touch on the top the, the the thing where they were oh my god i just lost my train of thought as i usually do choo choo i'm all all that's going on in my head's like tss, 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 
like a little monkey's like hitting the <laughs> symbols and shit. Um, fuck, what was I gonna say? Guys, don't smoke weed. Your your head goes fuzzy all the time, especially to the kids who are listening to this. Um, I, this is probably a very very obvious question, but I and I already pretty much talked about it. Like, who do you think is affected more in, in the honor killing besides the people who got killed? Like, there was something I, I was reading about how there's a ratio from men to women. Like men are in India are starting to like find less and less wives because the ratio is so es- skewed now. Cause a lot of, a lot of women, not just in India and in a lot of parts of Asia, women are killed off more than men because men are seen as like, Oh, you're going to carry on the family name and we we respect them more. But then like people like, like, Oh, you, you bore a woman. Let's just throw them on the street, and that that is considered in some parts of the uh, of the world as neglect, and that can that can land you in jail as well. But when people out like it's happening in two thousand whatever year this is, I keep forgetting. Um, men are finding less and less wives, and they're like they're they're turning to prostitution, and like some men just just accept loneliness. For the rest but of life. Why would they do that? Men are so smart about everything. Apparently. Why would, they, why would they put themselves in this predicament if they have all the answers and women don't know anything? Ah, you're being sarcastic. I was like, what I was I just told you. Oh, oh, oh. Um Yeah, I mean It's just like crazy that like a man would do something stupid. It's like, oh yeah, like fuck fuck women, but also we're all the women to fuck. But also We're all the I, women. Turning just the gay virus. Oh yeah, pull it around. Uh, and men are are turning like, well, they're not. Oh yeah, the gay virus is coming around and, and biting in the ass. Um, some men are just turning to homosexuality because they're like, there's nobody out there for me except for like other dudes. Like a sausage party at that point seems, you know what? There's no. This is a sausage party, but there are no like women without within like a hundred mile radius. Hey, bro, you want to fuck? Sure, bro. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, dude. As long as you high five after. And that doesn't make it gay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that not only does it like affect, I mean, that's a very interesting aspect that like long term, um, these genius men aren't thinking about. Um, (laughs) But also another thing that's like, I don't know, I just can't imagine like living in a society like that because like, you know, like whenever like you hear about a really, like we hear about a really crazy case here, like it just it affects people as a whole because people think of the world and society differently. Like people start living in fear. Like think of how it affects every time we hear about another fucking bullshit shooting happening, how it affects everyone. Like I've not gone to certain like large events because I get afraid of a shooting happening. Like it affects people, not only who are in immediate contact with the victims and the family and those you know, those affected, but as a whole, it affects society. Like society lives in more fear. And I feel like there's also less of a chance of people wanting to make a stand against it because they know that there are so many people against it, reinforcing these barbaric values. Do you think today, and this is, again, this is one of those like obvious ones that I, I'm speaking to Van Lee. And if you guys haven't figured it out, she's a woman. They are women. I don't know what the- <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> She's a woman, guys. And I am another woman, too. 
fuck it, why not? I'm I'm a woman too. Can I be a woman today? It's 2020. I can do you whatever. Can't just the assume fuck your I, gender. I can't assume my own gender, dude. I am whatever the fuck I feel like being today. I'm gonna be a baseball bat. Why? And uh, someone's gonna be triggered. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, snowflakes. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all give me fucking asthma attacks. <laughs> <laughs> you're right bud i'm fine i just my body physically can't handle being that pc so <laughs> holy shit you're not kidding <laughs> um so i was like so this is what the the part that i was looking at uh this comes from well i forgot where i put where i got this from you probably guys can fact check me um so it used to be 909 females per 1000 males this is for, uh, yeah, this is the ratio in India. Um, it's actually gone down. So it's instead of being 909 females per every, th- for, for all, for a thousand guys, um, it's gone to 900 now because people are still being c- killed off. So it's 900 women per a thousand men uh, for, yeah. So, so it's gone down almost an entire, like it was almost an equal ratio. Now it's at like way less. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like guys are turning to like homosexuality or prostitution to like cure them of the loneliness. But I'm like, guys, why not just again, no ally here, but also women in general have such higher standards. So like that sucks for women them too. Cause it's like they're the, the pool is smaller. Also, sometimes women just don't get that right to have standards. They're just like, I got to just pick and choose. Hey, fugly. (laughs) You you smell better than the guy over there. Want to fucking have a baby? Sure. It's also one thing too is like, guys, just respect women. They birth us. Why would you fucking do that? Just like respect people in general. That's another. That's the best way to put it. Like, I think that like if you just like do your own thing. And are like, if you want to be an asshole to people, the best way to do it is to ignore them. Trust me, people get really mad when I do it to them. It's really fun. Do that instead of hurting and killing people. Even if it's your sister, just respect them. Even if it's your mother, just respect them. Even if it's your grandmother, respect them. They they birth us, dude. Why would you? Also, do you know how I realized that people can tell that we're from California? Because we say hella and dude like every other fucking word. We've said like. 75 times in this like, show. Oh my God. 76 now. That's I've been, like totally tubular. Oh, get out. Where's your where's your roller skates and you're in and out? You fucking loser. I left them by my fucking surfboard. Oh. Uh-huh. Mm. Are you like one of those like surfer dudes or like those snowboarding dudes from like Lake Tahoe? I, I like do both, dude. Dude, that's, that's the like, beauty of like Cali. Like you can do like both in a day. Oh. Just don't forget your wetsuit. Oh, dude, don't even forget don't the wax. Forget. Don't forget the wax, dude, the for your surfboard. Sex wax? That's what it's called. Oh, I, I've seen it. I'm like, oh, sex <laughs> wax. Wait, what? I, I actually know that one. I am not a surfer. I I tried, and I suck at it, and I have fallen off multiple times. But snowboarding's fun. Um, Where were we in the... <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, We were just kind of, like, discussing... How it affects like society and just like don't be shitty to people. Oh, something too that I, the the reason I read you that cor- like the 
the what people are considered. Mer- what have you done? <laughs> it's really fun. So she was just um, wrapping her. Fi- she's fidgeting. Forgot my fidget spinner, so I had to amplify. <laughs> I couldn't even finish that without laughing. I'm sorry, guys. We clipped the shit out of the mics. <laughs> Uh, I'm basically macrameing with the microphone cord. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what? Explain macrameing. What is that? You make knots, and then the knots turn into a cool thing. Guys and girls, whoever we say guys a lot, you know. Hey, girls out there, we respect you. Why Dude not? Dude is gender neutral. Is it? Talk to talk to Madam Moxie about that. For you know, like she goes to school and she has to like tell people like when she talks to her, her, her like the public they can't say dude anymore they have to say like y'all you have to be very very gender neutral hey everyone so as an instructor we are told that we are not allowed to say you guys because it places one gender above the other so we have to refer to y'all or everyone or friends and maybe for some you know, guys is very, you know, triggering, I guess. But I feel as if the term guys is pretty neutral. And I'm saying that as a female. So you're a female, too. Yeah, maybe I'm just not politically correct enough. It's just I call I call everyone dude because I'm just like, you know yeah. what? Evens the playing field. I don't see what's wrong with it, but maybe that's because of my privilege. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry about the freaking out for there. Um, basically your job sounds fucking exhausting, but at least I can swear. So that's, that's not taken away from me yet. <laughs> Woo. Um, so you can walk in and be like, what's up you fuckers. Hey, can you say that? As long as it's not guys. Well, the, the audience can't hear you. Fuckers is pretty gender neutral. Fuckers aren't guys. They can't be, but I'm not saying, Hey guy fuckers. What? Hashtag not all fuckers. <laughs> not all fuckers are guys. <laughs> hey, let's start. A, let's start a movement. Not all fuckers are guys. <laughs> but all guys can be fuckers. Hey, oh, fuckers not guys. <laughs> fuckers not guys. Fuckers not guys. Do I see a merch opportunity here? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, Get some t-shirts from the craft store because we have Joanne, so we don't have to make them out of skin. Oh. You're going to plug the last episode we did about the Buffalo Bill of Poland. It's about arts and crafts. If you say so. It's about RuPaul and all of his glory. Everything's on a spectrum these days, including creativity. RuPaul's the one that they make clothes, right? Drag race. Drag race, but they, they make the clothes things from... You know what? I They make fucking magic. Well, I, apparently they're I don't. They're dudes and they're hotter than I am. And it's not fair. They look so fucking good. What's a oh, Project Runway is the one I'm thinking about. Not yeah, freaking, with Tim Gunn. That's the one. I'm changing. I'm like, not on there anymore. that is a shame that he's not on here anymore. I don't know if you're being picked up on the mic at all. That's why I'm repeating what she said. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, the reason I actually brought up, I'll, I'll, I'm getting back to the India thing. Like the reason that, um, <laughs> the reason I actually talked about like the whole India thing, like, like, uh, there is no. Nothing that says that they couldn't hire killers to do it is that if 20,000 girls are being killed in in Asia, how can like the people who are overseeing this? Oh, you've already, already pretty much touched on it. Like, how can the people excuse me? I'm going to I'm going to burp. Sorry. 
Don't know if that mic picked that up. I hope so. <laughs> cool. Um, Did it pick it up when I burped earlier? Dude, you clipped the fucking mic. It was just like... <laughs> it was like <laughs> oh, thank you. Sponsored by Funyuns. <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot of Funyuns before this show, <laughs> before this episode. Uh, Maybe that was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I was going to ask this last question, but I we're, we're kind of pretty much running out of time, unfortunately. Um, what time do we start at? I don't know, but we can, we definitely have a lot we can edit out if need to for content. There was a lot of irrelevant things we tangents we went off of, so I wouldn't worry about going over time for editing sake. I'm literally keeping that all in because... I want to. So if we miss out on some very vital, conclusive points, you can thank Danny for that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I got I got retarded, and I want you to talk about stupid things away. But hey, that's what this, this is what this show's about. I, I host it. I can do whatever I want. If I want to talk about dicks, I won't talk about dicks because dicks smell, and they look weird. Not all fuckers are guys. I'm. You know what? Yeah, that's a good sure. That's a good merchandising opportunity. Bad I have, a, I have a sharpie. I can make it happen. And just get a white. It's like a white shirt with like really. I have a sharpie, and I'm on the Michael's email list, so I get coupons. <laughs> get just like different colored sharpies every other week. Well, you know what? We're running. We actually have run out of time. Can I read a quote to kind of end things off? Yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, so this is a quote that I pulled from the USA Amnesty site about honor killings, and I thought it summed things up really nicely. And this kind of, um, like answers actually your question on the uh, where do we draw the line between like. What? Tolerance. Tol- tolerance and being like, that's fucked up. Yeah. So <clears throat> here's a quote. Make no mistake. There is no honor in violence against women and no cultural, social or religious belief is ever a valid reason to commit violence against women or deprive anyone of their fundamental human rights. The murder of women in the name of honor is a gender specific form of discrimination and violence and should be regarded as part of a larger spectrum of violence against women, as well as a serious human rights violation. Violence against women is a global epidemic, and it affects women in every country at every level of society. End quote. That pretty much really summed up the entire episode. What our dumbass minds have been trying to say for, we could have cut literally all this podcast out, said that, and been like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we're trying to say. Can you guys tell I have 11 credits at a community college? Can you guys tell I have one credit at a community college? That's why I'm the retarded person here. Even though I host this shit, I don't even know how to run a, run a podcast. You can be retarded, but still woke. <laughs> still woke? Oh, don't even say fucking Wee-tauded, woke. but woke. <laughs> All right. If I th- anyone wants a t-shirt with that, we can make it happen. <laughs> $25 a pop. Handmade. And by Ms. Van Lay herself. Yeah. You're like... No. Why are you putting responsibility on me? Fucking do it. All right. Well, I'm going to close this episode off because I completely lost tra- my train of thought of whatever we were talking about. If you like this episode of Days and Disturb, you can find us at silvertongueaudio.org. Or if you have anything to t- tell us, we now have a Discord at Days and Disturbed Podcast. I might cut that out because I don't know how to run Discord yet. We do have an Instagram. It is Days and Disturbed Podcast same name and an email if you wanted contact us telling us that we are really wrong about india and everything we said is complete bullshit please let me know at least people are listening it is dazed and disturbed podcast at gmail.com 
If you wish to contact Van Lay, don't. She has you have no way to contact her. If you wish to contact Madame Moxie, I don't think there is a way to contact her either. You can literally only talk to me. I will be your liaison. Tell Van Lay how she is. Tell Madame Moxie how she is. Tell me how I am. Also, if you didn't enjoy the episode, you should still check all those things out because we cover a variety of topics with a variety of guests. And if this wasn't your cup of tea, we have so many different flavors of tea. If you didn't like this episode, fuck you. You're wrong. I'm right. I'm entitled to my opinion. All right. Yeah, let's just end, end this fucking shit. This, this, this episode's garbage. Bye. Bye. Silver Tongue Audio. If you have an itchy asshole, where do you go? Where do you go to itch it? I mean, I know where to go, I mean, but if you're in public, you can't itch it anywhere. You know what I mean? Hello everyone, this is your friendly neighborhood NPC, Paul Logan, and I'm here to talk to you about a new podcast that I'm adding to my network. I could do fat jokes because I was fatter than I am now, but now I'm kind of like slightly overweight, which is cool with me, but I want to get to know overweight. It's funny, it's crass, it's fantastic. And so that's the last image my wife's going to see me. I don't want to do that. My kid walks in, I got the double chin looking fat as fuck with the poison. You know, you ever see in the movies and shit, when you have poison, your eyes are wide awake, you know, your mouth is all fucking wide open, and your face is purple. But with the double chin, you ain't going to look cool. And it's hosted by a dear friend of mine, Mr. Alex Midnight. Podcast is called Midnight by the Bay. It's coming soon to a silver tongue near you.